by Penny Clifford, all the way up there in Scotland. Thank you for joining me today, Penny. It's not a problem. I'm glad to have been help to relieve some boredom from some people. Well, I know it is difficult for everybody. Even with horses, we do find ourselves with a lot of extra spare time. So how have you been coping in the current situation? Well, I, as well as having horses, I'm an avid sailor. I've sailed since I was about five years old. And unfortunately, we can't get out sailing because the boat is still what's known as on the hard. So yachts come out of the water during the winter and they Mm. get stored on the hard in a cradle. And Mm. our boat's 36 feet, so she's quite a big boat to be out in the hard. No. And... um, we do maintenance with her and stuff like that and she should mm. have been going back in the water last Thursday oh, right. and we should have been away sailing and of course that's now knocked on the head we can't go at all no. so I don't know if many people know that actually I sail I've done two Europeans my god Euro- yes and a yacht called an Impala which is a um type of design yacht a one class design yacht mm. which all race off the same handicap so, and then Hubby and I do one regatta a year because um, days of getting wet and changing sails and, this, <laughs> and stuff like that is long past. So we do a lot of cruising and we go up as far as the Faroes and we go across to Ireland and stuff like that. So it's quite oh idyllic. So I'm not allowed to take any judging appointments in July. Right, that's when we sail. It'd be no good for our summer holiday. No, 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 no. He does let me have some, some, um, some exceptions. I am allowed, but as long as he gets so much sailing in. But it's critical, cool, because my husband works for the Duke of Edinburgh scheme. Oh, right, and that's a great scheme for young people, isn't it? Well, it is, and Tim works with children that are maybe disenfranchised for school, mm-hmm. so at least they leave school with something, you know, and yeah. he takes them away yomping up hills and away camping from oh, oh, God, March, right the way through. Well, he is, for his age, he's very, you know, he puts <laughs> me into shame. But, I mean, he he loves it, so I, I keep telling everyone I'm a Duke of Edinburgh widow in the summer because he's always away <laughs> romping up hills with kids. But things. just to clarify, your boat, it's, oh. that, it, it's the complicated sailing with all the ropes yes. and the pulleys and the yes. gutting underneath the it sail. It is, yes, that's, that's it, proper sailing. Proper, yes, sailing. proper sailing. Proper sailing and, and funny white coloured sails out the front, which is known as a spinnaker or a kite. Yeah. And you put that up in light wind, but that can kill you, that can take your mask down if you don't um, Well, properly. my father um, took up sailing um, last year, mm-hmm. and uh, he absolutely loves it, absolutely loves it. And well, he should come up and have a day up and, <laughs> and have some proper sailing in, the, in God's sailing country, the west coast of Scotland. Is it quite exciting? Yeah, it's the best area for sailing. Let me tell you, it's wonderful because oh, you've got lots of because that's how we we always sailed. And then when we we originally came from Scotland, then we went down to Newcastle. Hmm. And when we went to Newcastle, Dad sold our family yacht because if you get a bad wind when you're in Newcastle, you end up in Sweden. But if you oh, get God. bad wind up in Scotland, you've always somewhere to nip in. And that's where the horses <laughs> took over because Mum oh, thought, right. well, what are we going to do? And that's how we got into the horses. Because I rode oh. as a child in Helensborough. In fact, mm. my claim to fame is I fell off 10 times in 10 minutes. No health and safety in those days. <laughs> that's and a good one, that one. It is. It was good. It was a little pig. The pony was called Biscuit. I always remember. It must have dropped its shoulder because I couldn't stay on the little I <laughs> say that, and um, yeah, but then Mum, in her infinite wisdom, as I was ten years old, decided she would buy me a pony, so she bought me a fourteen two. Uh, oh, all right, That's right. Good, yeah. It was that had won at Dublin because oh. it's been that. Yes, and we brought him over, 
And um, they, I remember the breeder and the owner that had it sent the groom over for two weeks to make sure we knew how to look after him. Mm. But I was terrified of it. And then mum and dad sent me to a lady called Fiona Pearson who was shortlisted for the Olympics. Right. Three-day eventing. Yeah, it was this good In Scotland. Oh, unbelievable. I can put a bridle on anything, Sarah. <laughs> you know, cause one day I couldn't put a bridle on, on my pony, so she made me put a bridle on everything she had in the yard, you know. And All right. Quite good, but so that's where my background came from. And my parents' family was, have always been tied up with ponies because Pretty Polly mm. was owned by the Greys, if you remember, and mm. the, Mr. Gray was the yard manager of my grandparents' coal business. And oh, on right. the week, at the weekends, the coal lorry would have a box put on the top, and Pretty Polly would go in the freshers of Newry um, lorry to the shows. Ah. That's anyway, I've dribbled on. I've dribbled on. Well, no, that's a really fascinating fact. Pretty Polly was owned by your grandfather's yard manager. Yes, Mr. Polly. Yes, Mr. Gray. Mr. and Mrs. Gray. And the, oh, oh, I right. remember meeting Mrs. Gray once, and my most vivid memory of her was she had dreadful arthritis in her hands. Oh. Right. That's, that's, so you've already always had an association somewhere with, with the with, show pony, really. Yes, yeah. yes through yeah. that. And then through my mother was my grandfather. On my mother's side decided in, their, in his impotent wisdom in Belfast, he would evacuate the family. Uh, oh, right. And so he put them into the country. And mum used to ride the Coleman's pony at the weekends when it wasn't pulling coal, you know, oh, and right. stuff like that. And that's where she learned about confirmation and about knocks and things because if the Coleman's ponies didn't say sound they couldn't Sounds, yeah. Uh, yeah they couldn't do their business and then that you know and that's where I think my probation is when you have a probation that they forget that mm. we don't just say we like a certain hind leg because we think it looks pretty it's because functionality mm. if it doesn't perform it mm. can't earn its living you know so do you have any yeah. ponies that um stood out for you as a child um, or as in, uh, in, that you rode? Um, well, apart from my little swine of a pony I learnt to ride on, Biscuit, I had a pony, the one my parents bought me from Ireland. We'd, in those days you had one pony and you did everything, Sarah. Mm. I mean, we hunted him, we showed him, we pony raced him, you know. We, oh, he, that's what you did, you know, you had yeah. your hats in in the morning, you did your yeah. show pony class in the afternoon, you did the Gymkhana games. Yeah. And he was the world's best traveller, so I used to hack to a lot of uh, shows, you know, in yeah. those days and things like that. You know, you did absolutely everything with him. So I blazed, and then at my, uh, we got a psychotic hack, and then, of course, university took over, and then mm. I came back into it with, with my sister. Yeah, she was younger than me. Yeah. My sister did an awful lot. She was built the right way and could make a, <laughs> a milk float look elegant. And I swapped the psychotic hack for a pony called Reba Bubbles, mm. which, and that's how my association with the Hollings came, because oh. the Hollings knew the pony when Davina produced it. So we come oh. full circle back round to Davina with Pretty Polly yeah. and all that. So that, and that's where the association with the Hollings came, was through a pony called Reba Bubbles. And your sister rode that then, did she? My sister rode that when she was yeah. 12. He was a 14-2. Then we bought... We bought a pony called Let's Ride Redwood, which we lost through cutting. He took very bad laminitis. We bought oh. that from Mrs. Ponsonby. He was by Solving Master Bronze. Yeah. Beautiful pony out of, I think, Hillwind's sister or mother. I can't quite yeah. remember that bit. We lost him, so we were left without a 13-2. So we bought Signet Spring, Holly's brother. Mm. 
Very nice. One, because there's only the two of them, mm-hmm. uh, Holly and, and Charlie. And we did very well with Charlie. And then we bought Tomat and Forest Wind and the rest of Faith History. We did phenomenal well with, with uh, Forest yeah. Wind. And then my sister had a hack called Raffles. And then we went into Mountain Moorlands, because that's how we met you. We came to buy yes. Bob from you. Bob the was adventure. Yes, he was Bob lovely. was you, did, you, had a, you had a lot of success with him. He went to Moorlands and everything, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. I think I counted up, Sarah. We went to the Horse of the Year show 31 times on the bounce. My God. Because I remember Bob. He was so quiet and laid back. He was just yes. like... He was just yes. so... And it then took him a long to come to it. Yes. Really iron, really rosy yes. iron grey, and then yep. he turned mm-hmm. into this lovely white dapper grey. Yes, a heart and he did. Have, there isn't. I haven't seen another one like Bob because he was so pony, quali- pony quality, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of the connies nowadays are quite horsey. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, your your mother put a supreme champion at Ponies UK with our Dales. Oh right, God, we had the Dales as well, called from, uh, at the Winter Champs, called from oh. Man and. Black paper. Cool. We're going so to is your sister well. still involved with the M&Ms, or is she not? No, no, she's anymore? she's not at all. So we've now come back to my daughter, right? Who right. rode lead reins, and she yeah. had a lot of costs with lead reins and first ridden. Mm. And she went to Hoy's with the lead rein, then a 12-2, and then a Shetland. Mm. And now I, she then went, she's quite academic, God knows where she gets that from. So she went away to boarding school and did A-levels. So mm. we put her 14-2 in full, and that's the hat she's now riding. Oh, which fantastic. Is with Richard Telford. Oh, lovely. Which is, quite, which is quite nice. So that's with Richard. But Felicity uses riding as a de-stressor, because she has a very um, full-on job. She's a broadcast journalist. Media for, marketing, yeah, yes, yeah. She's in media. She works for STV, and there's a lot of stuff on, on camera for the news. Yeah. So she uses the riding as a total relaxation. Oh, that's which, a good idea. Well, it is, she's quite happy she gets around the ring. They're not always that relaxing, are no, they? No, she, <laughs> she isn't, but she, she actually just likes going down to Richards and riding it, going out for hats and having a oh, lesson and stuff like that. Rich is such a great person, so that would just be enjoyable it, in itself. It is. It? He's so laid back, he's horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's lovely to hear. Or about how you came through, and, that's, mm. and you've got so much history there with such such lovely um, breeding with the animals, mm-hmm. and with Polly mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, what panels are you are you on, Penny? Well, I like to say it's quality, not quantity. I'm on right. yours, TSR, BSPS, and SSADL. SSADL with the seniors, yes, yeah, with yeah. the seniors, which I have to say are fabulous classes to judge. But they are to your, to your eyes. I know, when you listen to all their history. I know, actually. I know. Oh, dear. I know. I know. So um, have you got any highlights of, for, for any uh, for your judging so far? You must have judged at quite a lot of shows. So yes. Is there um, anything that sticks out at all? I've enjoyed Windsor. I've done, yeah. I had the honour of doing Windsor more than once, which was great. I've mm. done, I did the Royal International in 99 by myself. There was no two judges there. So you couldn't sort of um, blame someone else. No, <laughs> you know, so it was either you or not, sort of thing. And actually, I enjoyed judging some of the smaller shows because just to see people progress that you've maybe said, mm. oh, try such and such, and they go away and try it, and you see them progress. So I actually, as well, the bigger shows are lovely to do, but the, the I actually quite like a lot of the area shows. Oh, that's good to hear because, you know, not... It's difficult sometimes for shows to find judges, isn't it? So um, mm. it's good to hear that you support your area shows. And do you have a favourite class to judge? 
I love lead rains because I've got a funny story about that. I was, oh, judging, I was judging lead rain once and this child came to me and said, when you, they come out to see you, mm. and she said, where's your dog? And I went to beg your pardon. She says, my mummy says you're blind and I can't see your dog. Well, I thought the mother was going to pass away. It was <laughs> the mother just looked at me. I went, those are the words of babes. You know, oh, so I like the leading, but I would probably say my most favourite class is a twelve-two. I love a really proper twelve-two. Yeah, yeah. You like you the section? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I, when um, you're judging, do you have any pet, pet dislikes? Because some judges have very key things they do not like. Is there anything confirmation or way of going? Right? I don't like splints. I don't yeah. like splints. People say, yeah. "Oh, but they're, they're, I'd rather have a splint than over something else." No, a splint's a, a splint's there because it's a, um, weakness um, yeah. and I don't like an animal that doesn't walk if it can't walk it can't do anything else Yeah, yeah I think so that goes back to the walk. days of of riding and hunting myself and maybe mm. and doing whatever game Jim Carnegie walk trot and canter especially if you couldn't walk you wouldn't win your walk trot and canter and <laughs> I don't think ponies walk enough and I always include a walk in my show and if they don't walk I don't mark it well, that's quite interesting because that leads on to what I was saying, what you look for in a show. So you're looking specifically for a really good walk and, and it but doesn't work where, what, where it is in the show, is it, where no. you get the best walk at the end. Yes. Right? But, but if they put in a good walk, at, it's like in a, in a, if they're trying to do something a bit different in the intermediates in yes. the middle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I would like to see, a good walk because of it, as I say, if you can't walk. And I, I, I like to see them swinging along in their walk, you know, covering the mm. ground and just, just walking with purpose. I mean, a lot mm. of them shuffle. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to see them walk. You know, okay. So you spend a lot of time at walk. You do. Is there anything else that you look for in a show when, when, if you're, or if you're going to put together a set show? Is there anything that you would ask for? Yes. If I ask for a set show and I want them, it's saying a show hunter pony, I like to gallop my show hunter ponies because yeah. it's part of the thing. And I will gallop them in their class. I will gallop them as the rule book dictates. I think it's fours and then all together for the 15 handers. Mm. And I want to see them gallop, you know. And then I don't necessarily, in a set show and a show hunter pony, want to have a show pony figure of eight. Because I haven't right. seen David Tatler do a show pony figure of eight, or a ride judge do a show mm. pony figure of eight on them. Come out, extend them first, and then come back round, because I find that sometimes catches out the anticipators. If you yeah. extend yeah. on the different side to you, extend it on your, on your go round, mm. and then come round into canter and do that canter half figure of eight. When they're coming across the centre, they're looking to go again, and that catches out the anticipators. Mm. So you're mm. ca- getting your manners then, and then to stand, because a show hunter pony should have manners as well, you know, mm. stand. Mm. And, and it's interesting, if you ask them to extend first, sometimes that extension is better, and then you can really see how they come back from that yes, extension and back it. into trot across that diagonal. Yeah. And if it's really balanced and flows, that is really good, isn't it? You know what yes. like, yes. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. I could say, yeah, I want to to ride that, you know, or I would take mm. that home. Could I put Felicity on that? You mm. know, so no, that, that's exactly. how I do my, my shows. A lot of people go kind of look at me strangely, but hey, I'm a strange lady, so let's just keep up oh, the illusion. Right. But you're not alone, because some of, when we ride judge now, I do know some ride judges that like to extend first, because mm-hmm. you get rid of that anticipatory feel. Yes. And you mm-hmm. get, sometimes you get a better quality one, but you do have to make sure that you can sit in its back. 
before you yes, do that. And you can get it back. Yes. <laughs> yes, it must be very hard for some of these ride judges trying to get on some of these animals. You know, it's nerve-wracking. I would well, say. Well, you, oh, yes. you sit on and see what you feel. So yes. with the mountain and moorlands, because you judge M&M's, yes. um, there's always a little bit of debate about the, the, com- the complicated, complicated how complicated a show is and whether in relation to their breed type and that because some judges do set quite complicated shows in and mm-hmm. um, what's your view on on I the m and i think the m&m's have to be you show your m&m to its best possible pace what its pace is comfortable at mm. because take a dale's the dale's pace is trot isn't it mm. a highland a highland should be good in walk and trot you can't ex- really expect Highland to do a lot of complicated things or an Exmoor mm. because they're not built that way they're built quite for my mm. opinion simple opinion is they're quite heavy on the, the shoulders yeah. you can't expect them to sit up and do and they weren't ever designed to do that no you know and I think the judges get a wee bit caught up in asking them to do fancy shows and this go, you know go and show it to what its best pace is and what in its natural Pace so you would don't go out with its pace. No, so for example, if you were, this is a difference here now, in the Shohan mm-hmm. Pony classes, you might set them to extend quite yes. early on in their show, because that's mm-hmm. what you're looking for. And then in the M&Ms, you perhaps set a show that showed enough, um, had enough trot and walk element in there yes. to be able for the Dales and, and the Highlands to show that pace. Because yes. sometimes shows nowadays are set with a lot of canter, aren't they? You know, yes. you, you go out, trot, canter, change your own trot, canter, canter. and that's it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you would perhaps in the M&M's try and set a more balanced show for the pace yes. of all breeds. Would that, yes. Yeah. Is yes, that, that would be, yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Just yeah. So you could see the good trots in the, in the breeds that are designed to trot. And I mean, a, a section B, etc. and a Connie can do more canter because they can cover the ground better and canter because they're mm. better mm. built than, than the heavier type of breeds. Yeah. And a Shetland you should be able to a Shetland should be mostly trot for me because they're quite strange in their canton. You need to see all their set locks moving at once because historically they had to go over lots of flinty ground up in yeah. Shetland. So that's why things oh. it does always look quite uncomfortable sometimes in the canter for the for the jockeys because they're quite yes, bouncy, bouncy. Aren't they? yes. Very bouncy. Very <laughs> bouncy. <laughs> they are quite bouncy. So moving on to um uh, leading reins and first ridden, which is your favourite section. There's always mm-hmm. a little bit of discussion about Wilkie bits, and and we're and as judges, we're advised to take you know the severity of the bit into account. So do you have a preference at all between in, or have a view on a Wilkie? I would like to. I don't think a Wilkie needs to be in a lead ring, right? right? But I always remember Davina telling me she would rather see a child with a bit in a pony that the child felt happy in and could mm. stop. I mm. think the singing breaks. But if the ponies are well-schooled and the children can ride, you know, necessarily, do we need to have them in these bits? Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think the first ridens have become so blood-like now, and I think mm. that's where the problem can lie. And I don't think children ride them enough. I think they're plonked on at the, at the collecting ring, and then they go, and, and that's yeah. it. Keeping on the leading rein theme, mm. there's always a, another bit of chat is about hold, which rein you should hold the leading rein in. Now, we're advised that, sh- that we should encourage people to hold it in the left hand, but often you see people winning um, at a good level and, uh, and have led it in the right hand. And I think that's very confusing for competitors coming into 
or looking to step up into affiliations, it would help yeah. to know what your view is on on that. Do you insist? Do you have a, a, an insistent thing about that? I don't have an insistent thing. I don't like to see them changing sides. I think because it's not a handy pony class. Um, right. I, I, for me, we always led with the left ring, but maybe that's because we're old fashioned. Because we always had the right hand to just grab hold of the child. Yeah. You know, if anything spooks, I mean, but the pony should be safe enough that it's not going to. But some of these children are tiny. Yeah, they are small. Yeah. They are small, and I feel you should have a, an eye to safety. So mm. as long as the pony is going at the end, not too far at the end of the drain, I mean, you see somewhere there, there's, there might as well be in first prison classes because they're so far away. Mm. You know, right mm. at the end, I, I think it gets a wee bit extreme. I, I, yeah. I like to see a good <laughs> distance away, and I don't like to see the leader putting their elbow into them. I always move into the diagonal watching the show come across because so many of the leaders put their elbow into the pony to turn it. So I not marks off for that. But no, a lead range should go quite I don't think a Wilkie in the in the lead range necessary as the same. No. The handles, you know, when you get these big children at mm. the last year hanging on to they're only holding on to the handle to keep the pony's head in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, basically. You're not alone in that. Several judges would say that in the leading range they would prefer a snaffle because so much mm -hmm. is done between the handler and the pony yes. and the child's mm -hmm. instrumental. But in the first mm -hmm. ridden, there's definitely an element of riding or safety and yes. everything. Yes, and then you need the odd break. You know, yeah. but not yeah. that I think that, you know, this, this year's judges' conference, if you remember, look at all those horrendous bits they brought out. Oh, I know. Numbers didn't know what, what does this do, you know? Oh. So we have got swales bits. Because um, you judge colour classes as well, don't you? Do you judge colours? No, not any. Yeah. Uh, for you, but not for chaps. You, yes, for us, but not for chaps. But, um, I so don't like swales. need a swale, so you don't quite like swales full stop. That's fair enough. Yeah. No. Because you do see I mean, them in the, in the coloured, in the traditional sections, don't you? Yes. I mean, they're a driving bit in my mind, and they're maybe mm. the big, big, heavy-going cobs have them, but, I mean, you can break a pony's and horses draw with them. I mean, mm. there was a, they were creeping into 12 twos and 12 hand show hunter ponies for a while. I mean, mm. why? You're just telling, mm. in my opinion, you're telling the judge, oh, I don't have any brakes. Yes. I can't, you know. <laughs> it my horse is an issue. <laughs> yes, you know, you might as well. So, you know, you should actually go from zero mm. on, the, on a show mark. Now, we move yeah. on to another, another, quite another contentious issue, which is wrong legs in shows. So, how? What's your view on a, on a horse doing a wrong leg in a show? Right. Well, I judged the international ninety nine, and I had a twelve two drawn top, a beautiful twelve two, and mm. it chopped on the wrong leg, and I dropped it to fourth. Yeah. Right. You were judging on your I, own that day, were you? Yes. yes. Yeah. And I yeah. dropped it to fourth. I wrong legs. Maybe at local level, yeah, you can get away with it in qualifiers when you're supposed to be doing like for like. I mm. would hate to be beaten by a wrong leg, a consistent wrong leg. Mm. I think there's no excuse for wrong legs in no. from 12-2, 13 and 14-2, so definitely not an intermediate. Mm. First ridden, it, it, you can see if it's jockey error, if it, you know, yeah. the kid's just not got the wrong bend and it's stopped. I might be forgiving, but I don't like wrong legs. No, but, well, that's you know, really good just, to know. So if you're judging with somebody else, because... Um, 
you know, at local level, you can weigh mm-hmm. it up and then explain mm-hmm. it to them and you haven't got this mark. But um, often in qualifiers, you have a mark. So yes. because if you have a co-judge, if you only penalise it by three or four marks, that is when it can be made up in the confirmation because it's a lovely animal. There's, you know, no yes. reason why not. So do you mark, do you make sure if you're, if there's two judges that in your performance section, you will mark that hard enough to make sure it doesn't creep up then? I would probably take five of it, but you see... I- when I, if I'm doing it by myself, Sarah, I count the go round because otherwise, why do yeah, you have it? Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to so, ask you about the go round. So, in a minute. Well, yeah. it, what I do is I would have the first five ponies go off the the fifty marks. Then the yeah. next lot would go off forty. So the pony at the end that I pulled in at the end because we didn't like it mm. because it obviously did something can never come up. Well, that's very interesting. So because. It's it, that regard, so you'll, they'll all go round and you'll pull mm-hmm. them in, in, the, in mm-hmm. an order, as it were, mm-hmm. how you like yes. them. So then when they go out to do their show, if they've gone mm-hmm. round really well, obviously you've liked your top four or top yes. three, so they're automatically mm-hmm. in that upper bracket in the, yes. in what, what, like the 40 to 50 yes. bracket, would that yes. you say that? Yes. And that's because how you, how you tend mm-hmm. to mark it accordingly, yeah. Yes, because 25 is half marks. So yeah. if you get, you know, so your middle order should be going off about 25-ish, right? But, mm. but that, otherwise, Sarah, why do we have a go-around? We might mm. as well just come in and just say, oh, just warm up. And when mm. you're warmed up, we'll come in and, you know, if, if we're not going to use it in the marks. Yeah, it is, I tend to think if we've pulled in, when when the horses go yes. around, if we've pulled in, then I've, I've rewarded that go-around. Yes. And then we mm-hmm. sort of start again. Mm-hmm. That's how I, but I know other judges don't. I spoke to a judge yesterday and she, she does a, a similar thing with you mm-hmm. on on that that she really mm-hmm. will take into account in in mm-hmm. her show marks the go round because mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that is quite mm-hmm. a contentious thing and it's quite hard for people to understand isn't it on understand a mark if they don't know where judges are coming from on it when mm-hmm. competitors mm-hmm. look at a mark they go well what is that <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and they've done a really good show but their go round might not have been so good oh that's really well, interesting that's to know mm-hmm. yeah no that is that's very interesting and um uh, so we've cut well we've covered that and you and yes. the wrong legs. So what would be your best advice to an exhibitor coming under you as a judge? What would, what would, what would you... Be natural. Be natural. Be natural. Don't, and kind of enjoy the ring. You see a lot of children sort of come in and they creep into the ring as if they're apologising for being there. Own your pony, you know. Mm. Come Mm. and tell me, say, look, I'm sitting on the best pony. Don't bother looking at these other ponies. Look at mine, you know. Yeah, look, at <laughs> look at mine. And just have everything neat and tidy. And just do, yeah. the, do your best. You know, just do your best. Tomorrow's another day, as they say, if we ever get out of isolation. But, oh, no. You know, <laughs> tomorrow is, an, is, an, is another day. And, and, and that's what to do. Just enjoy it and make yeah. sure it walks. You, you, you don't have anything specific about turnout or anything like that? Yes, that I have? hate I hate these short jackets. You don't like short jackets, yeah. So if you did, it, you wouldn't necessarily <laughs> penalise them, but you no. would like 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 it to be. Yeah. You'd like them to traditional, yes, yeah. yeah. And not too much makeup on them because when if the ponies, as you know, invariably rub on your shoulder. You know, I get outfits ruined with all this black makeup on and everything. Yeah. But I wouldn't go to the stage where they have to wipe it off. No. You know, but just a wee bit of scent with oil in hot summers. You know. Yeah. Sort of well, thing. that's really and interesting. And I would also ask exhibitors, go and steward. Go and yeah. steward. 
because you learn so much. I love my stewarding, Sarah, you know, mm. and it's, it's like standing doing probation all over again. You have six hours of probation because you stand there and you think, oh, that's quite nice. Would I give it that? What mark would I give it? Give that. But if exhibitors maybe spent a day stewarding, Mm. A show, a, a, a decent show with decent animals, right? Yeah. They might yeah. see, there might not be so much bickering around the outside of the ring, but they actually see from the inside and actually listen and see what's going on. Yes, yeah, it's a big balancing act. When you're judging all the time, it's a balancing act of what, what your, uh, your standard that you have that, that you want to see, the standards mm-hmm. of the pony that's in the ring, and mm-hmm. then how they all go around, and then the balance between the show and the confirmation. And it is mm-hmm. a, a compromise sometimes. You know, yes. to, to how, and I think it does look different from the inside, and I think that's very good advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. You know, advice. I would, I would urge them because not only that, us tours are all getting older, yes. and uh, who's going to come behind us? Yes, you know. That's so I think that's the biggest thing I worry about. If if we were able, you know, depending on what mm-hmm. happens with with the government, whether our July mm-hmm. show is able to run, mm-hmm. it's a fact that really it's the voluntary help aspect of it because you know mm-hmm. we're. We all, a lot of stewards are um, might in be the in the 70s yeah in yeah, that risk category yeah. and it's a, it's do they should we be asking them to come out to help do well this is mean? it and, 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 and I think the societies have to do something about getting young people into stewarding mm. I and my, well, my husband's passionate about young people but I would love to take young stewards and take them you know to mm, come and, mm. and do it and see, but put them with some fun people that will let them do things. I mean, there's some students, you go and they, they just open and shut the gate. Well, how does that encourage them? You I know, know, I know. You need to stand uh, in the middle near the bed. Yes, yeah, and, and, and let them have a go at listening to the marks, you know, yeah. and putting things down and actually seeing, because we've got to get them in, otherwise, where mm, do the shows mm. go? I know, exactly. Well, and it's the same as a lot of these young judges just want to judge the big shows. They don't want to go and stand in the muddy field with three ponies all day. They no, just want that's... to do the glamour shows. They don't <laughs> yeah. want to learn to cut cut their teeth. No, and also support local shows, I think, is very Exactly. And that's, that's where the ground roots come from. If we, yeah. If we don't feed the ground roots in any mm. sport, be it sailing, mountaineering, ice skating, or horses, mm. there's mm. no top. No, there isn't. There's no, no, no talk. Thing. Exactly. But right. well, that's been fascinating to um, oh, talk to you today. Oh, I've too much. <laughs> no, not at all. 